Welcome back, everybody, to the Waggling With podcast. Emily is back in the house. hey We've got Scotty as well. Well, yes, indeed. It's full a full crew. T- full, oh. It's a full threesome on the T-Box tonight. Crew's <laughs> back together. Full house. Total full house And here. it feels so good. Yeah. Jesse Tanner <laughs> style? <laughs> I don't know. I, I messed up the full house reference. But anyways... We I are back. The full it, team. Yeah, okay. no one got it. Just <laughs> laugh. Nobody watched Full House. Am I? Am I aging no, myself? No, we right watched now? Full House. I loved Full House. Jesse yeah, Tanner. That was a character. Yeah, but Uncle Jesse. D- what did he say? It feels you so good. You wore a leather jacket. I, yeah, I'm like he did say. Good. Well, the the theme songs like I feel so good. It, I don't know. I I just. Steve. I don't know. Let's Steve, move on. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Anyways. This is a golf podcast for all you new listeners. We're very happy and excited for you to be joining us today. I don't want to confuse you. It's We're not talking full house. We're talking golf. Okay. Here we are. And the name is Waggle & Whiff. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify now. Hello. That's happening. Hey-o. Follow us. That's a big deal. That's it. Uh, and... Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Waggle and Whiff Pod, and the Twitter handle is at Waggle and Whiff. And then if you have a question or you want to hear us cover something, email us at Waggle and Whiff, W H I F F, at gmail.com. That's because right. we love hearing what you have to say and what questions you want to ask. And later in the pod, will we, will we will reveal a question that That's was sent in. We last did. Week. We got a question this week. We got a question this week. It's very relevant because last weekend this actual conversation happened on the first tee. So we'll Ooh. get to that later on. Ooh, I like it. Suspenseful. We will get to that. But first, let's get to Riv. Big big tournament, big weekend, TGR Foundation. Tigers back in the mix. Yep. We're right here at home in LA. Uh great tournament weekend. Weather didn't cooperate. <laughs> no, it's cold. Not at all. It's very cold. Very cold. Very rainy. They had to squeeze a lot of golf in after Thursday and Friday. You got weather squalls all over the place. So let me paint this picture real quick. We had some fun, though, on Sunday. Oh, yeah. We had a great time. It was an awesome weekend, minus the weather. But just painting a picture to people that might be on the East Coast or Midwest, they understand winter, right? No. They understand cold. And being from there... Yep. It was that cold this weekend with the wind chill. Like that cold meaning it was in feeling like it was in the 30s and it was just bone chilling. The wind was the biggest factor yeah. because if you were in the sun and there was no wind, it would feel for all of our all of our Midwest East Coast listeners it would feel like it's a normal 55 degree day in the sun, which is kind of nice. But it was cloudy, it was wet and damp and there was a 20 mile an hour to 25 mile an hour cold wind blowing which made it feel like it was 35 degrees like we were legitimately in hats windbreakers long pants it it felt very cold very cold but but and scott is from st louis so he can vouch too exactly but we're not asking you to feel bad for us because yes we do live in freaking sunny california yeah. and 90 percent of the time it's sunny <laughs> and warm so we understand no that. i want it people to feel bad for this us weekend no. i want feel i want people to feel bad for <laughs> us californians who have had to deal with rain and cold oh, weather for like so a month straight miserable <laughs> no no one feels bad no but it was a good weekend You're it was actually right, kind Scott. of funny watching the telecast because uh or watching the telecast go from inclement weather to sunshine because they didn't 
the commentators didn't know how to even converse about it or talk about it because they'd be like, oh, it's such beautiful weather. And then they're like, oh, wow, the weather really took a turn. <laughs> yeah. So so we were there. Um, yes, we were. J.B. Holmes won. That's true. What was <laughs> your, what was your immediate reaction? And I'll open up to both of you. Uh, JB, not my favorite guy. Okay. Um, but not my favorite guy to watch. Like, you know, it seems like a good guy. Something personal against him. Sounds like it. No, but he, he, well, a little bit, but he, uh, from all things I've heard and read about the guy, uh, great person, good human being. He's been known to hold up play just a bit. Um, (laughs) last year took Four and a half minutes, I believe, at Torrey Pines to, to hit one, one shot and, on and chose to lay up yep. on 18. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't take four and a half minutes every time he takes a shot, but sometimes it sure seems like it. I mean, look, I think the the, the story here really before, you know, JB won, congrats to him, played, played great in some bad conditions and sort of hung in there. The story down the stretch was really Justin Thomas who sure. let the tournament go. Um, just couldn't putt, especially when the wind picked up and as it got colder, obviously got in his own head because he was hitting the ball great all week and I think four putted uh, 13 or 14, 13, and then came on to 14. 14, yep. Well, he four putted 13, I think, and then on on 14, he three putted from like 12 feet. So, I mean, a couple of... Didn't take advantage of an easy birdie on 17. Right, and a couple of those, right. And that was, and he saw on 17, we were all right there, and we'll get to that in a second because Emily got us some, some good viewing action on 17. Yes, she did. But on 17, he yeah, had, he literally had, th- <laughs> he had two looks at the same putt, the same exact putt. Like the guys had to move their markers out of JT's line, then move them back, hit the same putt. He had three looks at it. Um, and missed that putt as well. So he just didn't putt well coming down the stretch. Uh, he admitted that. That cost him the tournament. JB just hung in there and just sort of was the guy standing at the end with everybody flailing around him. Um, so that that was it. So JT, sorry. JB, great. Nice win, but a little bit too slow for me. Okay. What about you, Scotty? I mean, like, that was a long-winded answer, but that's okay. Yeah, so Steve just took up like five minutes trying to answer a question. <laughs> but uh, I picked Justin Thomas. I was doing Tom- a J.B. Holmes on the podcast. Oh, got so, it. Okay. So <laughs> I, I picked Justin Thomas at the beginning of the week, I believe last Tuesday, to win. Right. And it looked like Good I was, yeah, like right. was going to maximize on that pick until late Sunday. Scotty was looking good. But uh, I'm, I'm happy for J.B. Holmes. It moves him to 42nd in the world golf rankings. You know he had a he's had a couple tougher years. He's battled a couple different brain surgeries actually. Yeah. And, um, in yep. 2017, he ended the year ranked 84th in the world. In 2000, and, oh that was 17. 2018, he ended the year 92nd, 96th ranked in the world. So he's really battled to kind of stay relevant on the golf scene. It's his fifth PGA Tour win. I'm happy for him. It's his biggest win of his career. He actually has two wins at the old FBR, which is now the Waste Management, and, yeah. um, the, or the Wasted Management, as we like to describe <laughs> it. Right? The people's Open. Exactly. So I'm happy for him. I, I will defend the way that he played down the stretch against you in a bit here, I believe. Um, but I was the story, again, I think, from the golf world is, is Justin Thomas not being able to hold on to a, a huge lead going into Sunday in the final round. I thought that that was a bummer. However, I also thought that it was a great end of the day to watch golf. 
whether sure. you were there in person or whether I'm sure you were watching on TV because it was very suspenseful. Um, we were all pulling for JT. My pick. And, and yeah, yes, your pick. And we wanted to see him succeed. Steve touched on in the 17th hole how he had all of the opportunity to make that that putt to tie it up with JB, and he didn't. So I enjoyed it from a spectator um, point of view in regard to the suspense of of it all. It was a good finish. It was a good yeah. finish. Yeah, shout out to Andy who came with us who yeah. who was also rooting hard for JT because he went to San Axis High School in Kentucky. So yeah. it was a little Kentucky So we had Scotty's pick, Andy's, you know, Andy's home hometown guy. We were pulling for JT there. Um but you know what? I he's he's already off to a good start at at the World Golf Championship. Yep. He's he's going to be fine. He's going to win a lot of tournaments and sometimes that's just going to happen where the putts don't fall. Um so let's go to soul play though. Sure. So there's a lot of social media chatter about slow, slow play. We actually weren't experiencing like coherently the slow play because we were there. And where were and we, we, Steve? Well, we were on. Well, we were a little over. We, we, we were, were watching. Over the place. We watched. We walked in, and and great timing. We Tiger was coming down number one because yep. he started reverse. So we just we, as soon as we got through the gates, we just like went to number one fairway. Saw Tiger's. T shot, saw him hit a second shot, which is horrible. Like he looked a little tired at that point. It looked like it looked like he wasn't um as engaged as uh he would have been if he needed to win it. Sure. That's kinda I what I that's kinda I what I think. But why is he um, playing Honda? Oh we'll get to, we'll get to we'll get to Tiger left. That in a minute. Okay, yes. <laughs> anyway, so we anyway it was good to, great to see Tiger hit hit a few shots. And then we went over to thirteen and fourteen and we're kinda watching that area which is also sort of connected to the 17 area. And well, then, no, you missed. You missed after Tiger. We saw another, I don't even know who was playing Lang or whatever between him and then we saw Mickelson. We saw Phil. Yeah, we saw, as we uh, walked on up first. one, we saw Phil tee off. So that Phil was cool. one, we saw him play back up two. Yeah. Right. Uh, good swing. I mean, he went after it. Uh, anyways, uh, you're sidetracking me, Emily. We were watching the tournament <laughs> at 13 job. and 14. <laughs> the wifey. <laughs> and... And then Emily, who, as she usually does for anybody who knows her, finds us a way into a sweet area on a 17. Villa. A villa. <laughs> a villa. Which is basically means is well, What does that mean? Is it have op- open bar and free food. Yeah, so we, we squeeze into there. Delicious it was a great meatballs. time. Delicious meatballs. Yeah. Delicious meat. I think they were Subway meatballs. <laughs> I can tell a Subway meatball when I taste one, and that was a Subway meatball. But not- I'm not complaining. They were hot meatballs <laughs> on a very cold day. Not to, I'm not defending myself, but I literally stumbled into this. Like, you know, you, you had you, to pee. I had to go to the restroom and I asked where they were. They pointed me in the direction towards the villas and I went to the nice restrooms, which was nice <laughs> and warm. And I went into the restroom and then I came out, started talking to somebody because, you know, why not? Yeah. You know, just talk to whomever. It was a great day to be out on the golf course, and we got to talking and then found my way up into one of the suites, and I was like, oh, perfect opportunity to get some hot water because my hands are numb, <laughs> and then lo and behold, think, uh, well, do, we got we got. Uh, hold, I'm do you think that ever happened to a guy? Like, no. hey, I was going to the bathroom, and then got to talking. It was a nice day to be no. there. And then, and and does, no the I end up in no. the suite. To the be fair, no. I was talking My to wife. another girl. It wasn't even I was, like, schmoozing doesn't up with matter. another guy. The question was, does it happen to 
a guy. The answer is, is, is absolutely not. No. no, You just have to be open-minded. I could be the sweetest human being ever. I'm not getting into the suite. No one's saying, anyways, by the way, Steve, come into our suite. Emily gets the rest of the group into the suite, mind yeah. you. Like, And I won't say Shout how. out to J.P. Morgan. No, <laughs> don't say them. <laughs> there was a few banks and few different companies that had suites in this area. Let's so keep it in We had access to that. We had access to that area. But everyone, for, for the record, it doesn't matter whose suite we were in. Everyone was really nice. We were in the J.P. Morgan. Yes, no, but why? Engage no. us in conversation, and we had a great time with everyone. We are checking account holders with J.P. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yes, we I are. drive a Dodge Stratus. There's five hundred dollars in that checking account. But um, where's where that quote from? Because you don't do- drive a Dodge. It's a, it's a Will Ferrell. Right? Oh, okay, got it. Saturday night. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So we had a good time. So open bars going. We're watching JT miss putts on 17. We're uh, we're rooting people on. Uh, it was a great view on 17 green. Yep. And then we followed the leaders up through 18 at Riv. Um, so it was a great time. It was a it, you know it was a good time to be on the course. That tournament just the court golf course is so good. The tournament feels big. The the foundation does a great job with it. And I think everybody who loves to play the West Coast part of this tour, which is sad that it's sort of over now, Sure, makes that sort of a staple. This year's schedule makes it a little bit harder to do it, but um, you know the field there was great, so you can tell how highly the players There's, there's no doubt it's one of the term. players' favorite golf courses on, on the tour. It's maybe one of the best. There's not a bad hole at Riviera. I was just going to say, why do you think that? Is it because it's – it's? I don't want to say it's easy play, but it's just because well, – certainly, certainly not easy. It's, one I of mean, the harder courses no, on, I know on that, the, on the tour. I'm, but it's – it's well, nice to play on in the respect, like yeah. I think in it's, California. I think, and- listen, I know some dear members at Bel Air and LA Country Club that that might be mad at the statement, but by far it's the best golf course in LA. I don't think it's close, um, and I think he's on record. He told, said it before, thousand percent, and I'll defend it. I don't think there's a bad hole at Riviera. I think you did refer to a few holes. Uh, not to interrupt you, but yeah. you, it was funny because you kept referring to a few holes as a nightmare. Scotty's played this course. I have not had the privilege, nor is Emily. But <laughs> but that will t- that will happen. We, we do we do know people that are members there. Um, but the the um, second hole, yeah, as you referred to, nightmare, <laughs> nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> a few holes. It's four eighty back uphill, and in the cold day, that par. What was that par three that you showed me? That Number was four. Like, Number four, <laughs> nightmare. Yeah, two twenty into the wind. Into no a thirty mile an hour gust of wind. Freezing twenty. Freezing cold. Yeah, yeah, but it's normally not freezing cold. And okay, windy. but still, you still got to carry it two twenty. So this is uh, point Jeez. being, I think where Scott is getting to with my driver. Best golf course in L.A. No question. And I would probably agree with them, even though I haven't played them all, just from being there. And I've walked the grounds of LACC at Walker Cup. Great golf course. Very difficult. Yeah, but no, also the, player favorite. The LA North is maybe harder, but there's not a better golf course. So I guess let's circle back around to yeah. my my point or my question sure, is sorry. why do you th- no? It's okay. Why do you think that it's probably one of their more favorite courses to play? Because there's not a bad hole on there. The history of it Design to be in LA. Wise. A lot of the sponsors are out here, right? Great. From a lot of the companies. Yeah. It's, it's LA. It's, it's LA. It's a chance. I think Bubba said it earlier in the week. That he would see himself getting into Hollywood and maybe doing movies. Oh, so it's one reason why he loves playing it. Trying to pull LeBron James. And so I think for all of those reasons, LA becomes a, a signature stop on tour. Nice. Cool. Yep. I like it. So slow play. Yeah. We, we, we kind of got into this. Let's already, get into it but fully. Not, not fully into it. Let's get into it. Look, I, here's the thing. 
when there's a pressure shot going on or you need or there's the really severe conditions and you need some extra time i don't mind backing off the ball i've i've i exclaimed to you because we talked about this a little while back when we were going over the usga rules i don't i've had enjoyable four and a half or five hours rounds of golf yep and some people don't. Some people are like, I got to play in three and a half, four hours, four hours and 15 minutes tops. And if, if I do anything else, it's not enjoyable. With That's or really without your wife? Both. <laughs> Either way. So that's not me. Answer. But like, <laughs> but I do think that there's a responsibility on the player to maintain a certain time frame, especially on tour. And, and I don't think that that gets enforced okay. by the tour and if the tour wants to do something about it and i don't know that they do to be honest with you because this is we're going up we're talking about social media chat and everything else but if the tour wants to do something about it then they have to actually enforce the rules like they talk about putting people quote unquote on the clock mm-hmm. jb says he was never on the clock mm-hmm. that's not his fault i don't i mean he, he's playing his own game if he's not on the clock and and no one tell him to hurry up then it's not his fault so look if you're going to enforce the rule or if we're going to if the PGA Tour is concerned about pace of play then which I think at least the USGA is cuz they address it pin flag sticks in people talk about it people talk about it in amateur golf let's increase play it forward flag sticks in all that stuff if we're going to do that and we and we care about it on tour then you got to enforce penalties and you have to have somebody that's monitoring that and actually doing it Okay, if you're not going to do it, and I, I would say this, JB's not in the wrong on for this tournament at all because who's telling him to hurry up? Yeah. And I guess that's my take. No, totally. Emily? I'm totally out. All right, so, I, I like I spaced out. All sorry. right, so, so, so on <laughs> slow play. So I think, I think this is the by far most overrated thing that gets talked about within the golf community the anti-slow play so let me defend slow play for a little minute or at least defend the overreaction to everybody hating on slow play first and foremost the usga did a study in 2014 and what they found was it's not the amount of time that golfers are upset with as steve mentioned in the beginning of your statement so four and a half hours when you don't wait and have a great time is is enjoyable golf yeah if you're mucking so, it up so we and... can't just look at the time right but by the same token if you play in three and a half or you play in four hours and you wait every shot it's probably not a good experience so it's not the single time that you want spends on a golf course a couple things here number one is i think people look and say well i can play golf in three and a half well you're not playing for millions of dollars you're not playing when you have to hole out every you're not playing by yourself playing right you're not playing by yourself you're not playing where there's stands you're not playing with television cameras you're not playing all the circumstances inside the ropes that these guys have to play with also too you know i don't walk into other people's job and say well you know you're doing this too slow and that's literally what everyone's doing when we look at the pga tour and talk about their pace of play just because for our own enjoyment, now these guys are supposed to speed up. Not the case. I think it's unfair to look at J.B. Holmes. He did nothing outside the rules. I mean, Bryson is a slow player. J.T. is Other not quick are. by any means. Kevin Na is historically slow. And so, to your point, the PGA doesn't want to do anything about this because the last thing they want to do is actually penalize someone in the heat of the tournament. In the last 24 years, there's only been two players that have ever been penalized, and one was a team player in 2017 Zurich Team Championship. So the PGA Tour is looking the other way on this. 
I don't think it's that big of a deal. If you're there and you're enjoying golf and you're enjoying the telecast, you can spend five hours, you can spend six hours watching the golf tournament. I don't think that's that big of a deal when guys are competing and playing for millions of dollars. Okay, so I'm back in it. Sure. <laughs> Dialed in again. Yeah. And um, I, I, I have to kind of disagree okay. with you on that because think about it when you're watching basketball or even when you're watching uh, baseball or any other sport, but maybe even NFL. If you're watching them practice, you can't compare it to other sports. I, I, but, but yeah, w- wouldn't it make it crazy? I think for baseball, when they ha- hold off on the the catcher and the ump, and then they step out of the box and they do a practice swing and they come back and they do it often, they have unlimited times of which they can do it. It drives you, at least me, in my opinion, it drives me bonkers yeah, to be like, does. just freaking get the ball, like take a pitch yeah and so that's kind of what i'm comparing throw to a pitch to a throwing pitch that's what i mean um that's what i'm comparing it to in the slow play like for example jb in this particular tournament i think they said it took him 50 seconds to like line up and reevaluate just at least one putt and that doesn't include it's not the- that long um yeah when you're readjusting yourself i think it right. is i think that's a pretty and he does the healthy, he plumb but he bombs does it a lot and he does it after hole after hole I, for 18 holes and that extends okay. the timing a lot more so therefore it could be a little you're talking about 50 seconds after he's already set like he's about yeah, to putt yes, and then I'm he sorry, goes yes. and takes another 50 right, right. seconds so, exactly that's that's what so, that's was too long so i get that but again he won the tournament so like He's in contention. Working out. And like. I get that it, it works for him great, just like if it works for so, another player so to then keep why, the pin why, in the why, hole. Why, why, are, why are we defending the guys that play fast? First of all, there's never been a study that's been done that shows that guys on the clock play better golf. Like, just the opposite. They would, I guarantee you, Bryson would tell you slowing down and going through the analytical helps him play better golf. And if it helps guys play better golf, it's a better product no matter how long it takes to get it done. Secondly, not a better product for broadcast, though, but better product for the quality of golf, which will always win out in what the broadcast wants to see. If you see guys shooting better numbers, CBS would gladly show that versus two and a half hours of guys shooting four four or five over. Right. And so we've 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 grossly looked at golf as some type of thing that's fun and easy. Golf is supposed to be hard. Golf isn't supposed to be played in three hours. That's what's unique and special about golf, and that's what we need to but defend supposed, and hold up in golf. But is it supposed to take five and a half hours? Like I don't think that it. And this is this is a uh, obviously an opinion based. Sure. Like I think that you get to a point, and five and a half hours is just a long freaking time. I think that's what's special about golf. Okay. Uh, so th- there's a lot to unpack in there. I'm just waiting for you guys to. S- but so the <laughs> there's a few things, and I, and I I'm uh, people call me even Steven, and I'm a Libra, so I always kind of end up in the middle where I kind of see both sides of things here. That's why I love you, but, honey. <laughs> so there's a couple things. There's an extent of this, right? Like you're talking about slow play, and it's okay, and it doesn't matter, and and the the tour kind of you know would rather have better scores than worry about to an extent. You do not want to see JB Holmes do what he did at Torrey Pines last year and take four and a half minutes to lay up. Sure. That there is there is a limit. There is a there is a time limit to something. Just like there is 
there's a there's a an amount of money that someone could pay me to do something, right? <laughs> like I usually probably attach a number to that. Like, yeah, you're gonna pay me a hundred million dollars. I'll, you know, I'll I'll do you know I'll jump off a balcony into the pool every morning. I don't know something like that. But anyways, the what I'm trying to say is that there's 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 a t- there's both sides of this. There's a time limit to something, and then on the other side of it, some of these faults aren't JBs himself like there are pga tour tournaments take five and five and a half hour rounds not just because of one or two players or whatever but because people need to wait to call over rules officials and balls go out of bounds and you have to go back to hit tees and there's there's hundreds of golfers on a golf course trying to play a tournament anybody who's played any amateur level tournaments gone through the same stuff so if you're playing tournament golf you are going to wait. There were multiple groups that we saw when we were in Riviera waiting on other groups. None of it had anything to do with JB Holmes. So I'm going to defend him there. But that said, when you are a leader and you are in a group of other leaders in contention, it also takes them out of rhythm. And there were a couple videos that Shackelford put on Twitter and a couple of other things where he stepped off a putt and took like another... I mean, he took two minutes over a putt. Like, he didn't start his routine, didn't start reading the putt at all until other people had already put out. Then it was his turn. Then he went to behind the hole. He went to his side. He did his little, um, you know, uh, his evaluation with the putter up. He calls plumbing it out. Then he set over the ball. He's about to putt. Then he backed off, plumbed it out again. And, like, if you're doing that constantly through the end of the tournament, that starts throwing other players off. That's strategy. Right. That, okay, but yeah. I think other players have a right to complain about it. The tour has a right to be concerned about it. You and can call it strategy. They didn't do anything. No, they didn't. But I think the conversation is, should they? And I think, honestly, they probably should. There's a clock. There's a limit to something. There's a limit to everything. And I wouldn't want to play golf with him doing that if I'm in contention. So you better, if you were in contention, your million dollars are on the on the line, excuse me, you're ready to hit a putt. He backs off and you're sitting there waiting on the green for three Slow or four down. minutes pacing. Slow down. Okay. You would say that differently if you had millions of dollars on the line and you had to wait on his ass. That's what I'm saying. So like, no, because- I think a lot of people does people, other players deserve an but you should- intermediate, like a respectable amount of time to take but who over defines the ball. What that is. I, I think it's less than four and a half minutes. Well, I think it's less first than of what all, JB. You're picking one shot. Okay. That, that what's not the. You normal. could ask other players, but I, I guarantee you other players would say there are multiple occasions when. So, and not just JB Holmes. Right. Other players so, take so an extraordinarily say, amount of time. I would say it's like 70 30 on tour between like guys that want to play quick and guys that want to rather slow it down. And so you have a large division on tour of guys that take a little longer versus guys that don't take a little. Or, or as long. Right. And so it's pretty, nothing's right. going to really give right now because PJ Tour does not want to penalize a guy, specifically someone if he's in, in tour, for taking a long time because that would set a precedent that we would never hear the end of. All I think is I agree with you, but I think that two guys in, in the last closing, years. In closing, before we get to the next part of this podcast, in closing, I just think if the tour – collectively thinks that they're hearing complaints from players and they think that they need to do something about it, then they actually just need to do something about it. Like you can't allow a guy to to do that. It doesn't matter if he's in contention or not in contention. We need to set some parameters. Let's try to follow them and make a step towards fixing it. If they want to, if they don't want to, and they think like, Hey, all the players would rather let everyone go free than, then screw it. Let me just ask a question. Do you think guys play better golf when they play faster? 
Some people probably do. I, I, I play, I tend to, if there's like a mid meter, I probably tend to play golf a tiny bit slower than the average golfer. I would say, especially if I'm playing in a match or a a money thing, but that, but I, at the same time, if I have a ball in the fairway and I got to like help someone look for his ball and then someone gets back to his ball and then he like steps off his ball three times and switches clubs a couple times and takes two minutes to hit his shot. Yeah. That is uncomfortable for me. That will make me play worse. Sure. Okay. As a as a as a person in that group. Unsure. Anyways, okay, so let's move on. Um, to, before we get off of Riviera, mm-hmm. can we talk about the pro shop on the way up? <laughs> sure. Uh, so we are tournaments over. We're on our way up to the pro shop, and uh, we're actually we're trying we're trying to leave. Drinks? We had a couple of beers thanks to you because we had open bar in the tent. And of course, I can't drink. So I mean, this whole experience for me was not intended for free beer for me. Yeah. Well, we didn't warm. we didn't we didn't put that on the podcast yet. <laughs> oh, I'm pregnant, guys. <laughs> That's how it happens. <laughs> yeah, That's it how it happens. It's out overnight. Oh boy. Yeah, hey. we're, ex- we're expecting a little one in July. So okay. Emily's not drinking. A little girl. Yep. A little girl. So um, you're all saying congratulations. We're saying thank you. So no. So you know now the times when I wasn't I, I wasn't on the podcast I was just throwing up. So <laughs> that's not true. I'm but just kidding. <laughs> she's been busy. All right. So pro shop. So we're on our way out, and uh, Emily's like Emily's trying to get out as quick as she possibly can. She doesn't want me to spend any money because she thinks I I shop too much. He does. He's uh, a shopper. Scotty and I are all in on the pro shop. We're like, hey, let's let's we got to stop in here. We got to do something, right? So Scotty and I bow into the pro shop. Yep. He's he goes one way, I beeline the other way, and I'm like kind of doing speed shopping here. My head's on a swivel. I'm like looking around like as quick as I possibly it's the best can. Best kind of shopping. Speed and shopping. you know, because awesome. I know first of all, traffic's gonna build up. Like people are leaving the tournaments over. People are yeah. leaving up. And this is another story. Oh, and then Emily God. doesn't want you me to spend all, money, so I'm like gosh. trying. So as I try to like look around the area. Um, I'm look. I, I don't. I have enough golf shirts. I got enough zip ups. I'm a huge quarter zip guy. I got all that stuff. So I'm thinking I, I, just, I should just get a hat. Oh wait! Uh, and by the way, if it's he a lower profile hat, hats that, in the closet. Yeah, I do have I'm a lot of hats. Happy to but, pull them out. But I need I need lower party. profile hats. I only have like a few different types of lower. So I oh, try on this hat. It seems like it fits hat. well. Seems like it fits well. So I. But what I do just I say to buy you? The hat. So wait, no, no, no. You seem. You say it seems like it fits well. He looks to me and says. What do you think about this? And I go, I don't know. It kind of puffs on the side. And he's like, No, that's just the cardboard. You know, like that's. What's I had no it. mirror to go off of, uh, but, but I could not, feel the top of the hat, and it felt like it hit my no head. No mirror to go off of. Felt like it yet fit he my was head asking pretty well. His wife, who was looking at him, to give him an honest answer, and yeah. the answer I give him is, Oh, the sides are a little puffy. Yeah. Oh, but he makes the excuse of, No, no, it's fits fine. Well. I'm fine. Just buy it. So, so he's anyways, like, I'm gonna buy it. So I go up, I buy a nice Riviera hat. I, yep. I you know, it's thirty dollars. It's a little expensive for a hat, but whatever. What? <laughs> and so and then and then all of a sudden as I'm checking out, Scotty's already checked out. I don't know where the fuck Scotty went. So Scotty's already checked out. I'm like, Scotty, where'd you get? He pulls out a belt. He pulls out this sick like Riviera belt, it says Riv on it. And, and then cooler hat. also pulls out a winter hat, which is awesome because it was cold as shit out. And it's got a nice little Riv logo on the winter hat, which I've never even seen that hat. I can't, I don't, I don't see it anywhere on the pro shop. I'm like, what the so hell? Like, like that stuff I'm is a- cool. Like I'm, I'm feeling deflated at this point. I'm leaving like 
like I just got my ass kicked in the pro shop. And you did. Yeah. Scott is a phenomenal Scotty, like, pro like, shop. Can we talk about, so tell let's us how just to be short. I know because we're talking a lot about the pro shop, yeah. but I'm still in awe. I'm convinced that you obviously know somebody in the pro shop and that somebody I'm gave you a, a heads I'm, up on the cool crap. Like go to section B, two like, rows down. Yeah, they're like, oh, There's we the hit belts. it into this section underneath like, this so you can go and get it. And like, bing, bang, <laughs> boom. With thousands of people going into this pro shop, you're going to get the golden nugget. Let, let me set the scene. The golden let, nugget. Let, let, let me set the scene for you guys. <laughs> so Riviera Pro Shop, it's been, it's one of the nicest pro shops in the area. It's not big by not any big. standard of the situation, but it's all nice stuff. It's very well laid out. And there's just awesome stuff in there. And there is some things that were a little hidden, <laughs> like the belt section, which you can't really get yeah, to. Yeah, it was like off in another little into, room. Into this, it's very separate. There's only about three different belts that they have there. I saw it. I got it. And then... Guy's got eyes like a hawk for like specialty pro shop. And then there's a hat display to the left, but underneath there's a little basket (laughs) with all the other hats that have been picked through and all of the other hats. And so I rummage through them and find what I believe is the best beanie ever. Wait a second. <laughs> so are you telling me that these hats were in a little basket and Underneath were they on, were the they hat on sale question. too? Don't tell me. They were not on sale. Oh, okay. That I, makes I me don't know what I better. spent <laughs> in the pro shop. It was more than I wanted to or planned to, but I saw two great items that were a little hidden from the public, but I know my way around a pro shop. Like, what can I say? I need to go to like Scotty Leonard pro shop school i mean it, it was it was 30 seconds you know <laughs> two items get a he was in gun. and out like so quick it was unreal i <laughs> thought i was i tried on one hat i went to the register <laughs> i paid for it scotty was already done had a, had a, had a belt and a riv hat i had was a like, bag in hand for all you listeners it's been almost five days four days now since we've left the riv and yeah. Steve has not stopped talking about his buyer's remorse <laughs> on the damn hat that he bought and why Scotty or and how Scotty got such a great shopping like experience or like a product you out of that quick, shopping man. experience. I feel like Scotty walked into that pro shop and like he has little like shopping elves and like he was like, (laughs) they're like, oh, Scotty's here. And then they just like like, went into little small corners of the room and like found a belt and a hat and everything. Oh, here goes Scotty. And like Scotty was like checked out and like they gave him the credit card thing and he was just out of the thing. And it was like 30 seconds. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Anyways. Also, to paint the picture, there is probably at least 100 people in that in the pro shop. shop. A lot of people. In, in not a very big area. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. There was a line. Like, I waited in line. Yeah, Scotty I mean, didn't wait in line. That was a couple lines. We'll, do, in a, we'll do a uh, Instagram live one of these days with Scotty in the pro shop. And, uh, we how should to, do an Instagram live right now. We can. Someone raise a phone. All right. Anyway, so Scotty is great at pro shop shopping. Yes. Steve is not. Uh, we've that got. sucks. We've got a couple more things to get to. Let's get it. Tiger released a statement today. This is Thursday. We're recording yep. the podcast Thursday. Not going to play Honda. Right. Uh, will play Arnold and the players. I mm-hmm. think this is kind of what we predicted. Yeah. We predicted in the last podcast even that when he said he was going to Mexico, it probably meant that Honda was out. He confirmed that today. Yeah. Never saw him playing four in a row. Correct. And in his press conference, he kept saying the word that it's complicated is the language that he used. And I think everyone thought that Honda was out, and he confirmed it. Um, 
I think he was really conflicted today. because I, I think I think he, you could tell sort of by his statement and stuff. I think he really was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. This is a tournament in my backyard. It's like the easiest tournament to actually get to logistically play on the schedule, and I have to skip it because of what is going on. Yep. So, so I want to dig a little bit deeper. Sure. Um, Tiger says it's a little complicated as to why he's backing out into to, from Honda. Um, well, he said it was complicated, meaning everyone picking the, the schedule. schedule is complicated. The new schedule. Well, because the new schedule is complicated, right. complicated for sure. So, okay, so you have to pick and choose. But I was, I took it as like if you were saying that he said it was complicated. Is there an underlying reason for that? Nah. Of course, everybody needs to rest, especially yeah. him. Yeah, I think, I think, we, he said that he wouldn't play as many tournaments. Yeah. Um, and I, we all suspected that he would have to make some tough choices for Florida, mm-hmm. especially with the players moving up and the put uh, and the PJ Championship moving up. So right. I think you're you're seeing that, and he'll have a week off now, so he can prep before two in a row, and it makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. So you guys know Tiger's next schedule. He, I mean, it's kind of rare that we know three weeks out what his schedule is going right. to be. So. It's not. He's playing WGC, got off to an okay start today. Even. He's about even. Yeah, he's even par. He'll, uh, he'll, you know, there's a, it's a smaller field, though, so a lot can happen. So I think right. the no leaders, leaders are at what, eight? Yeah. Seven, Rory eight. Shot I think he's at eight. eight I think under, Rory's at eight under. 63, I believe. So I think, I don't expect everybody to shoot eight under every day, right? So I think you're looking at, I think everybody that's, even par or better is still very much yeah, in this golf tournament. He's in it. He needs a good day tomorrow, though. Yeah, they'll need, a good, they'll need a good day tomorrow uh, or go really low on Saturday. But he's there. He's out in Mexico. We'll be watching that this weekend. Other news this week, as sort of expected, Steve Stricker named U.S. Yep. Ryder Cup captain for 2020 in Wisconsin at Kohler. Whistling, Whistling Straits. Yes. We're going to go. Um, when, yeah, when is this? We're definitely going. This is not an option. This is like, next I've, year. Next year. Yeah, next oh, year. Oh, yeah, for sure. We, I've already been looking at Airbnbs. They're not even really available yet because it's like more than a year out. Okay, well, we're going. We're going to have to stay like 40 minutes away. We might have to be in Milwaukee, but we're going to fucking go. We're going to figure it out. It's <laughs> fine. I'm baby, going. Baby in tow. <laughs> we're going. Maybe, we gotta go. maybe Emily stay home. It's going to be crazy. Steve and Scotty just go for Good fun. try, Scotty. Okay. No. No, we're gonna we're gonna bring the baby. Family. Baby's gonna be in the Ryder Cup gear. Baby's gonna have a flag. Steve's gonna in. have that thing that you hold the baby you, in the yes. front. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah, but, I'll I'll wear a baby born the whole damn time. Oh uh, yes. I swear. I'm I not will. wearing that. But anyways, <laughs> you thoughts. Just wait, you any know. quick thoughts on Stricker as a captain? I mean, look, I don't think he's. Um, he doesn't really like. He doesn't hype me up no, to be the captain but he doesn't at all. disappoint you either. Doesn't disappoint me, yeah. and I think he's like vanilla I, ice cream, man. I, I'll say yes, very vanilla ice cream yeah. right now. It's a safe, a safe. Yeah. But I'm very interested in sort of how he'll shape his press conferences, how he'll kind of come off to the media. Is he gonna try to? He's um, gonna be Payne Stewart. You think so? I know so. Like I mean, I, I kind of see him as vanilla, he's, but I think the team needs a little like, hey guys. Like I think the team needs a little slap in the ass after well, last year. I, I don't think he's slapping anybody in the ass. I think he's gonna. Well, I want ass slaps. I know you do, but I, I don't think I don't I think mean, he's that type. I think he's a very player friendly. Obviously, like, so still is Jim playing Furyk. In, in, in tournaments. I think he's 
a little bit very more, respected. More low key. He's a little bit less low key than Furyk. Less low key. A little bit. I think he'll be out there and push guys a little bit and make some people feel uncomfortable. I think that's what I want. I just want to see a little fire. I don't need a lot. I just need an ass slap. And I think he'll he'll, he'll put his assistant. Much. Ca- I think that will come maybe probably more from assistant captains. But yeah, no surprise. Okay. It will be a big political event, and he'll shake hands and be a Wisconsin hero for a week. He'll need, uh, maybe Cooch will be assistant captain, well. and I'll take the team out to dinner and not tip the waiter. Anyway, <laughs> uh, anyways, we'll uh, we'll go on to the I next like the one. other Good the job. other news this week. Big news! Oh yeah, shorts Show available in practice rounds. These guys can wear shorts on tour now. And uh, I feel uh, I feel good about this. I think like the players. I think the the biggest thing is when it's really hot outside the players are going to have an option to wear shorts when they when they play u.s opens or when they play in august and they're in and they're in you know the midwest or Don't the south and it's really humid balls? no pants would give you sweaty balls oh my God. i just no. wanted to say sweaty balls let's, let's edit that out <laughs> yeah anyways <laughs> who are you Emily? <laughs> i don't know i think shorts will be good for players that are going to be really uncomfortable in in pro-ams and and practice rounds so the big going forward so so the PJ tour. So I don't mind it. The PJ tour is against us for a long time. They let them do it in the PJ Championship last year. The big thing and the big push for this is because sponsors want these guys to be able to wear shorts. So Under Armour, Nike, Adidas, RLX, all the golf companies sell we know and talk about are going to sell a lot more shorts than they sell pants to the ninety percent of people that play golf. And so this oh, is for sure. this is what it's all about. It's about sponsors giving those guys an option to show off their latest gear and shorts. Yeah, and One guy that was reported on Maddie and the Caddy, shouts out to our boy Michael Collins, our boy and my guy, Patrick Reed, already said that he will not be wearing shorts at like anything. That. I like that. I can also, respect the no shorts. Also, word on the street is Augustus not going to let them wear shorts. On the practice round, they shouldn't. On, on, on property. Yeah, they're yeah, not wearing I, I don't shorts think that on they property should. there. Come on, it's Augusta. I like that. Yeah, I it's do April. Too. Like if You're if Augusta, the if they're tradition. playing Augusta in August, I'd be you know that. But they're playing in April. It's gonna be beautiful. The technology. I'm wearing. These, I'm wearing. Anyway, I'm wearing so. golf pants right now, and my friends will make fun of me because I I I prefer to wear pants, and I don't know why I prefer to wear pants, but I just do. Well, I guess it's. I'm it's, it's like it's, pants. It's sort of look good, feel good, play good, right? So I you think sort you look of better in pants. Yeah. I, I'm like, you know, I don't have great legs. I've got, I'm like short. Oh my God, hairy. really? Are we having this conversation about I'll tell you who has great legs, though. of great legs? Well, what I was, where what I was going with that, in? where I was going with that is that the technology in pants right now it's is great. so airy. Never been better. Like, I, I wear these pants, I feel like, I feel like I'm wearing shorts. The best pants, I best pants on the market. I can't relate. And the Lululemon ABC pants. Those are good. Those are good. Got they them on right now. They don't fit my, I'm, I'm getting fatter, so my waist doesn't. <laughs> like those pants anymore is yours i like these uh there's two pants i like i like these adidas yeah these adidas stretch fit pants these are great they're super light and then travis matthews makes some good Uh, pants. just give me the lulus shout out shout out to some sponsors you want to send me some pants no but let's let's but in all seriousness yes i'll tell you who will benefit from the no shorts or no from shorts phil mickelson have you seen the the um, calves? The calves are crazy. Great. <laughs> These things are fucking cannons. Yes, they're big. <laughs> they're like implants. They have to be implants. They're not implants. They're like he walks. I think they're Phil like has hockey pads all day long. They're yeah. They're like hockey pants. 
I mean, the, the things are cannons. You got to see these things in pictures. Oh, I mean, like Johnny Drama would be. I never knew about that we would stoop down to talking about calf size. Calf size. There this you is go. Great. Like the funny. Here's how I know these things are implants. <laughs> Phil is not what? doing. <laughs> Phil is not doing like dumbbell calf presses in the fucking gym at Equinox. Oh, like no, he's see, not doing that. Steve, it's called genetics. My dad, who's in his sixties. You gotta look at these pictures. Has some killer calves <laughs> these things, and he barely works. These out. things need to be like insured, like the guy from the Liberty oh, Insurance. Oh my god. Okay. Like, we're done having this yeah, conversation about no, aesthetics and the, body parts okay. and checking out we're gonna these calves because this, out, this, this is making me uncomfortable. We're gonna edit all this up. No, no the calf conversation is great. And anybody who hasn't seen them gotta look at them. They're cannons. Right. Anyways Anybody who agrees, we would love for you to email us at waggleandwiff at gmail.com because I Everybody hear, agrees. I want to hear your opinion on whether or not you agree. Speaking of waggleandwiff at gmail.com, we got a question this week. We did. We got a question. Oh, hit it. It was how big are Phil's... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> who was it from? Um, it was from Joey. Joey said, and this is very interesting because this came Who's up Joey? On, on a call. I don't know who Joey is. He just wrote in. His name is like Joey G. Don't, don't. Don't ex- yeah. don't tell the whole uh, anyways. email. So Joey wrote in and said, uh, here's a question for all of us. How late is too late to use a breakfast bulb? Oh. Buddies and I were playing, and we were debating this because someone wanted to use a breakfast ball on the eighth hole. You know what? That's a great question. <laughs> great question. This comes we, up all the time. Well, we, um, you guys very quickly used your breakfast balls, or what you want to call mulligans, in Phoenix on Sunday. Yep. At Mountain Fire Rock. Fire Rock. <laughs> Mountain Gate. I don't know why I was thinking. Oh, because you just golfed Mountain Gate. That's why I was thinking that. But at Fire Rock. And you two quickly took your mulligans. And I didn't take my mulligan until literally like the 11th hole. True. Okay. I think that you were allowed one breakfast ball or slash mulligan throughout the entire play. You're never okay. allowed a, a mulligan at all. <laughs> know that but when in you real play, play in real play of course you're not allowed but when we're with your buddies and yeah. you're drinking beer you're having a good time i think that's allowed okay one mulligan okay so David? it all depends on my opinion on this is it all depends on how you set it up and this happened actually when andy and uh, my buddy danny and i were playing and mike were playing uh out in moore park it came up we, you know we kind of had a little quick warm-up and first tee we're like, are we doing breakfast balls? And, you know, we're like, all right, we'll do breakfast balls. I'm like, well, do you have to use them on the first hole? Is my mm. buddy Danny asked right away. And I said, good question. Got to use them by the second hole. So you give people like a one-hole breather. And But I think if you're playing for fun with your buddies or if you're playing for money with your buddies, it doesn't matter. As long as the, as long as the foursome sort of agrees on your use of the quote-unquote breakfast ball or mulligan, then it's fine. But in all honesty... Like if you're playing a if you're playing a good match, like just play it straight up. Like that's that's my sort of that's my sort of feeling. But I don't mind giving a breakfast ball on the first tee. I don't mind making it like a first hole or two if you're like stiff in the morning. Like that doesn't bother me. If you're playing for money, like I don't I don't care. Like I you do it. But I don't think that makes the score postable. I'll say that. Like you shouldn't post that for like posting purposes if you fucking drag one off the first tee into the water. And then you line up number two, smoke it down the fairway, birdie the hole, and you've written down a three in your scorecard. You're kind of a schmuck. Like, you didn't get a three there. Okay. But anyway, Scotty, what do you think? Yeah. Um, I disagree with him, Louie. 
Um, <laughs> I, yeah, the, the eleventh the, hole is way the, too late. First, we don't get lunch balls. The, this is I why they. This is why they call it. This, this is why they call it two off the first, because it's the only like shot that would be acceptable to have two shots. So once you put a peg down and you hit that first shot, you get one more. But once you lo- leave the first tee box, you don't That's get. An, you don't get another. And I love if you that. if you if you pure it down the middle on your first hole, on your first shot, you get a cookie. But you don't get to take <laughs> you don't get to save the mulligan and use it again and say, Oh, I didn't get that. No, no, no. It's the it's to That's a great way it, to play. It's it. to make sure that everyone's ready to go. And once you put something in play or you're happy with off the first, that's all you get. I love Scotty's thinking there. I also, instead of a cookie, would think that would be really good for like a beer. Like, hey, if you guys use your second driver, you know, you wussies, yeah, then you owe the guy who doesn't use his second drive a beer. A beer. Love it. Like, why don't we do that? Love That's it. what you should do, Joey. Just tell if your friends want you to give them a mulligan on the eighth hole for your quote unquote breakfast ball. They owe you a just charge them a couple beers. I think yeah. that's a great idea. That's I think that's the way to go. I had nothing else really except for I read an article about Bryson oh, training guys, his brain. Okay, keep going. Sorry, I don't on the PGA t- on PGA Tour dot com. No, I love that. And apparently, this guy hooks up something to his brain while he watches movies to try to control his feelings, anxiety, all this stuff. I don't have the article up right now. Probably should, but. I have it. So I, I respect this uses, and hate it at the same time. So basically, he uses a travel-sized NeuroPeak Pro <laughs> brain training unit. This I mean, come guy. on. This is Bryson Duchambeau. Ooh, I mean, are oh, you, are Emily's you going even, back to the Duchambeau. Are you even surprised on this? But anyways, he attaches this like gold-plated EEG sensor to his head, and it performs like real data. He'll receive... Um, it says like real data he receives monitors the peaks and valleys of his brain's electrical current as <laughs> of course he's it does. watching a movie. And he usually picks action movies. So when he's watching this action movie, um, the goal for Duchambeau is uh, to avoid the spikes that occur at the most stressful, intense parts. So he wants to keep... His like high beta beta or um, theta ratios inside a predetermined range. So basically, if the activity in his brain fires too high, it triggers the movie to stop automatically because it's telling himself via the movie and it being paused that his brain waves are going too high because he's in a str- he's reacting to the stressful situation. Yeah, I read the article. I'm out on it. Well, we're informing the audience. I, I know, but like, this is just Bryson being Bryson. Again. I don't know. I kind of like it. That's kind of cool. That's awful. You're awful. <laughs> you don't think it gives him a little bit of extra? Here's no. the thing. Here's what he's always trying to do. He's I'm trying not, to gain a mental edge. So this I, is. I agree. Part of it I respect because I'm a Tom Brady fan, and I know he goes to ridiculous lengths, right? So I, I think I respect any athlete. Mm-hmm. That is willing, he will stop at nothing to gain an edge. Whether it's a mental edge, a physical edge, doesn't really matter. They're going to stop at nothing to gain that edge. 
that's what he's doing here. Uh-huh. He's he's stopping at nothing to get that edge. I think it's kind of hilarious that he tries to do that. I think it's also kind of ridiculous. Like, how could you ever enjoy a movie if you're gonna sit on the couch and hook yourself up to electrical shit? And it's not real thing. life. No, no, it's not. Right. Here's the thing. It's a practice. And and if you go back to the podcast on how I, you know, completely go on and on about Duchambo, I'm, it's he's not my favorite player. However. This gives me a little couple ticks uh, in the positive direction for him because it shows you're rolling your eyes, Scotty. I like this guy is rolling his eyes. See, I was okay. I wasn't the best of the best athlete, but I was an athlete, and I am a very firm believer in additional practices, whether it be mental practices, whether it be visualization. We've talked a lot about that with Ricky, remember? And I think that. This is a very extreme version, but if this is what works for him, you think? Yeah, I do. Of course, I know you're being sarcastic, but like, if this helps him in the long run for his golf game to react or identify how to react because he's feeling a certain way on the golf course and it helps his play, good for him. I'm of like the John Daly's school. Of Just golf. drink, drink a couple. You of- know, who needs stretching? You need vodka. <laughs> No, you Take don't. A couple it's, it's, it's actually science proof. You actually don't need to stretch. A little swing oil. You That's shouldn't. what Scotty yeah. likes. Yeah. You're more sustained yeah. to um, injury if you stretch before you actually run. All right, we've gone way too long. We've, we've <laughs> wasted. We haven't wasted any of your time. Hopefully, we've been entertaining today. But it's uh, it's been a while. So, all right, okay. Steve, we're on Spotify. We're on Spotify, which is a big deal because we haven't been. Right. Yep, you can so just search "waggle the and sign." Yes, whiff w h i f f. Follow us there. Follow us there. Listen to us there. A Old lot easier Apple for you. Podcast. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Hit That's the subscribe right. button. Make sure you subscribe. Give us some feedback. Follow us on Twitter. Waggle the letter N with. Follow us on Instagram. La- uh, waggle the letter N with pod. I think you just confused all of our listeners. No, on Instagram it's at on Instagram it's waggle the letter N with pod on IG on IG. Follow us there. And then, of course, just like Joey G did, thanks for your uh, question. Make sure to uh, email us. We're always open and would love to hear from you at waggleandwith at gmail.com. That's right. Guys, have a great week. Until next time. Emily and I are going skiing. Scotty's, what are you, what are you up to this weekend? Not skiing. Little G. <laughs> no, hopefully, we get some better weather in Los Angeles. It's been brutal. Scotty will be golfing. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.